Hey everybody, welcome to the Unofficial Vegas Podcast. This is episode 16, believe it or not. We've already got 16 of the books there, Hazer. 16? This is Lovely. 16, actually. Sweet 16. I know, right? So we're going to talk about... We were searching for a topic for today, and I came up with the idea to... What if we were to plan a trip with our better apps? Yes. And not just like myself and my wife, but to go as two couples. So you and Chantal, myself and Sasha. Yeah, suppose it was, yeah, suppose it was two of us with our significant others. We're planning a trip to Vegas. What's that trip going to look like? Yeah. Right. So we're this is stay, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Let's go through it. So let's work it out. So um Circus Circus. <laughs> circus. Circus Circus. One room, two double beds. Yeah. Rent we'll come a couple up with a schedule for the, the shower airport. and the bathroom. Yeah. No, never. Bally's? Yes, please give me the worst room you have at Bally's. We'd like yes, to please. stay there. No. Can, can we get the one happen. with the most scotch tape on the walls, please? <laughs> so this is a trip that, that many people have planned. We've actually been going through this uh, a bit. We've got some friends who have never been and they want to go. And so that's got me thinking as well about like, okay, like what, what would a trip look like if you were planning it for two couples? Because it's different than than other types of trips where it's one couple, like it's just you and a significant other yeah, or it's you and some buddies or, you know, there's something specific about the trip with, with a pair of couples, especially if one of the couples have never been and, you know, they want to, they want to explore the city and see all the sites. Well, you just went through this uh, trip that you had to cancel because of COVID. No, it wasn't. Was it because of COVID? You guys canceled. You were supposed to go to Planet Hollywood with a few other couples, I think. And you ended up canceling. Yeah, well, we we never actually booked anything, but we've we've always okay. had things planned. Yeah, we were, we're always planning things like this, and we we did do one several years ago, which was two couples, and then we had a single as well to celebrate Chantal's birthday. So it was oh, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, same, same idea. Um, so so the first question is where do you where are you going to stay, right? So, um, with a set of couples, you're probably doing that because you want to, you know, get away from the kids, get away from your work. You want to relax. You want to kind of be in the action. You want to, um. And you, and you want to have lots of options for things to do. So you're probably going to want to stay somewhere on the strip or right in the heart of downtown. You're yeah. probably not going to want to be off the strip. Agree? And, you know, being the, no. And, you know, being the, uh, in the age range that we're at, <clears throat> early to mid forties. So prim, prime age, there. you mean? Early, yeah, pretty much, right? Mid mid forties, early mid forties. I guess it sounds so Whatever old you I say, say so. Yeah. The, the under 50. Let's, let's go with that. So like my first choice would be if, if Sasha's coming in Chantal, the first hotel that pops in my mind is Cosmopolitan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Swanky, central, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no, yeah. No one's going to dislike the Cosmopolitan. Really. Are we too old to go there for you? No, absolutely not. Not the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> no. Some of them I would say, yeah, but no, not, not the Cosmopolitan. No, you can. You could stay at the Cosmopolitan and feel pretty, pretty normal walking around there. It's yeah, not super you got to dress it up a little bit, though. You're not walking around in your flip flops. Yeah, but I would think with a couple's trip, that's what you would do. You'd want to, you'd want to be yeah, dressing yeah. up a little bit, having some nice dinners together, you some nice shows, up. class it up a little bit. You know, play the game. For sure. Been. Another one I, I would say would be, would be Paris. Paris would be a nice hotel for couples. Really, eh? Paris? Yeah, I would say so. It's like good middle value type of place. Great location, view of the fountain yeah. across PH, the street, the Bellagio. Maybe? Planet Hollywood as well, especially in that age group like we are in. You know, that seems to be a real nice age group for a real nice hotel for that age group. And it's a it's a it's a really good price point too, I think. 
yeah, that is Paris as well. Um, Cosmopolitan is going to be a little bit more upscale. You're going to be spending a little bit more per night there. Yeah. But you're also going to get a lot for it. Nicer rooms, you know. Well, they're they're also in newer. So if you're on the one side, you're talking about Paris, Planet Hollywood, and you're, you're going to hit that, that you could get away with it for under a hundred bucks a night. And then if you cross over the other side of the strip, you're looking at Aria, Vidara, Cosmopolitan, you're going to pay probably, I don't know, at least if you get a good deal, you probably get away with about 150 a night, probably. Yeah, that's pushing it. Yeah, high ones, low twos, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, That's like a dynamite deal at 150. If you Yeah, if you get a deal there, it's usually because there's a credit involved. So like you're paying 200 a night, but maybe you get 70 bucks in, you know, hotel credit something. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're looking at, you're looking at a solid deuce for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with riding the deuce down up and oh, down the strip. The deuce. Not, yeah. We're, we're not talking about staying at the deuce here, right? No. The D. So yes. Okay. So, so the thing about, I think traveling with a pair of couples like that is like I said, you've, I mean, depending on, I mean, if these are really, really close friends, like we would be, then you're not so worried about, you know, finding activities in common, you know, each other well, and, and, you know, you, you can, you can pretty much wing it and figure it out. But if it's someone that maybe you haven't traveled with before, or you don't know that well, then you got to be a little bit more concerned about, you know, doing activities and, and things that are going to get the conversation going. That's yeah. going to give you a reasonable amount of freedom. If you want to break away from the, from the foursome, you know, like some people want to just kind of have time to themselves and then maybe meet up for dinner, that kind of thing. So, I'm picturing a lot of like meeting up in lounges, like not yeah. like nightclubs and stuff, but like doing a lot of lounges for drinks either before or after dinner. Would you like, would we plan it all out? You think, or would we just like you say, fly by the seat of our pants and just decide what we do when we're there? Yeah. I mean, you can do either, but me personally, if I was going with another couple, I would want to have it fairly planned out because you don't mm. want to, you don't want to be in that spot where, you know, it's four o'clock on a, on a Saturday night and you're like, okay, what are we going to do for dinner? And now it's too late. Like at that point, you know, the yeah. only answer to that question at that point is we're grabbing some takeout somewhere. That's it. You know? Yeah. I, I'd want to have it planned out at least a little bit, at least the meals, like have reservations. So you know that at this time on this day, this is where we're going. Yeah. Like I like, I like the idea of maybe doing 50% planned, 50%. Yeah. Wing it. So you, yeah. you book a few restaurants, you, you look at when the shows are playing and, what time and book those pieces. And then the rest of the time be just free to, I don't know, walk around and you, you're hungry. You just walk in and grab a bite to eat for lunch. Let's say if you have a dinner reservation later that day, yeah. not necessarily be, I don't think I, I'd want it to be super structured in the sense of, okay, it's one o'clock. We have to be here at two o'clock. We have to be there. Yeah. I agree. In my experience, that's, that's the way to go, like to do it like that. But you also have to structure in some time where there's no structure, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, like for this afternoon, you're on your own, feel free to, you know, explore, or if you want to go do something separate, this is your time to go do it. Oh yeah. And so we're, okay. So we, we've said we're going to stick like, like maybe Cosmopolitan, let's say, like, I think that would be, that's, I don't know why this is the first, the first place that came to mind. It's right in the middle of the strip. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's, you know, great views if you can get a view of the fountains as well. Uh, and I think Planet Hollywood would probably be my second choice if you okay. gonna, if you want it a little bit cheaper. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. So now what? let's talk about what shows you want to see. Like I'm assuming we're going to do a show like every other night probably. 
Yeah. Something like um, that. Well, you know, and and here's where it differs from just a guy's trip. So what, what show are you going to do? I The first one that comes to my mind is Love. Yeah. From Cirque du Soleil. And, you know, and I might be completely off because based on the fact that it's, it's you know, it's Beatles music. And if I wonder if you would appreciate that show if you're not a Beatles fan. Yeah. Okay. So we, um, we could do a whole show talking about the about love, but, but typically, yes, obviously if you are a Beatles fan, you're, you typically like the show more than if you're not. However, you have to go a long way to find someone who absolutely doesn't like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. You know, like people either love the Beatles or like, yeah, they're, they're fine, but you know, they're not my favorite. Right. It's not like, you know, Nickelback where it's a love hate thing. You know, it's, Ooh, it's, Nickelback. it's the Beatles. I know. So, Yikes. so it's, it's a pretty safe bet that you're not going to find someone that absolutely, you know, totally dislikes the Beatles and their, their music. So love is, love is pretty safe. Like it's, 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 it's a, I mean, personally, it's an unbelievably excellent show. You cannot go wrong going to see that. Um, I just want to, I just want to confirm that you were not comparing the Beatles to Nickelback. I was not comparing the Beatles to Nickelback. In fact, I was doing the opposite. I was saying how Nickelback is a love hate (laughs) and love. The Beatles are a love meh if that makes any sense i think i would have had to pause the recording drive over to your Delete. place and <laughs> smack maybe we had some words to smack you upside the head and come back <laughs> no uh, no 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 okay so, so that's my pick love. i don't know that's my pick uh when sesha went uh she went to see O and said it was amazing i know that's not your favorite personally um and you pref- you prefer um uh, I want to say, what is it? Mysterio, um, blank. Mysterio, Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we could do a whole show about the Cirque show, about all the Cirque offerings in Vegas, and we probably should do a show one day. But we should, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like Mysterio for a very, very particular reason, and it's kind of hard to explain. So we'll skip that for now. But I mean, the bottom line is that I mean, other than the Chris Angel Cirque show, you can pick any of the Cirque shows, and you're going to like them. They're all amazing. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong. Can we agree However, that we're doing a Cirque show if we're going with two couples? I would. I absolutely would. Uh, the, the only way I wouldn't do a Cirque show is if someone is really looking to go on a tight budget. I mean, if they really don't want to be spending a hundred bucks per ticket per person true, uh, or can't afford it, then fine. We will find some other options. But if you're into, you know, you're going to Vegas, you really want to do it. You, you got to see a Cirque show. You got to pick one of them and go, go see it. And I think love is an excellent option for, um, uh, you know, couples also because it's, it's quite, it's upbeat. It's, um, and obviously the, the theme is, is kind of romantic. Yeah. Um, it's got the love theme and it, you know, it ends in a really kind of romantic, nice way. And so it's a good way to start your evening, like go see the early show of love and then go for a late meal. Pretty, pretty perfect night for two couples right there. I would say, uh, absinthe. Absinthe. Yeah. Absinthe would, would be <laughs> if, if you're looking for something that's that's a lot more Vegas on the raunchy side, like you know, you're if if it's a really fun couple, like if you're two sets of couples and you really you know are open minded and you really want to raunch it up, you want to have some laughs and you want to be entertained, then yeah, you could you could throw in absinthe. Um, that that would I I'd want to make sure I know the personality of the couple before suggesting suggesting absinthe. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for us, I think it's a no brainer, but. For us, it would be a no-brainer. Yeah, we don't. We would all like it. I, I'm pretty confident in that. The, the way I I'd see it, like if okay, so say it was the four of us and we were going for let's say four nights. I probably would plan to do love on like night two, 
And then maybe on night three or night four, I would plan to do like maybe a comedy club. So okay. keep, keep the budget low, but that's a, you know, usually a pretty good go-to night, um, cheap entertainment. There's lots of comedy clubs to choose from. You could find one near the, you know, the one nearest to where you plan to dine that night and just, uh, you know, just head over there and, you know, and, and have a few laughs. That, that would be kind of the way I would plan it out. So basically absinthe, if, if you know that the couple likes to play cards against humanity, you take them to see absinthe. <laughs> That's a really good comparison. Yeah. If, if you're a huge cards against humanity fan, you're probably going to be fine with absinthe. Uh, love that game. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, I know. Yeah. You're, you, you'd love absinthe. Well, sure. you, you know how it, you know, if you play cards against humanity, I remember the first time we played it, we, we played it. Well, I had played it before, but then we played it with my, my wife's, um, father and uh stepmom and then we also had my wife's mom and we had we had them over oh over the holidays so uh i'm like how how is this like how is this gonna go over and it was okay whatever <laughs> we started playing and i was a little concerned about Sasha's stepmom and i'm like i don't know how this is gonna go over. and she is the one that laughed the absolute oh, wow. most the entire night i mean there were times where she couldn't even read the cards because she was laughing so hard so i mean it you know, like you're saying, absinthe, it depends on who you're with, but I guess you never know like how they're going to react to a certain show. Like we may not like it or, but the, like you said, the, the reviews are that it's, it's where it's, it's, it's something to consider. It's certainly a very Vegas show, which is a nice thing. If you're looking for a real Vegas experience, another show I would throw into the mix as well. If you want to do Cirque and you want to kind of stick to the romance theme is Zumanity, which is their okay. adults only show, the topless show. It's in a smaller theater. It's got a lower price tag, but it's, it's a great show. Like it's an excellent show. Do you um, have to be topless or is this just the, the show itself? It's discouraged for the people in the audience to be topless. You probably could discouraged. strip it, strip it right could. down if you want, but yeah, the, no, it's the actors that are topless there. So yeah, that's how that works. Oh, it's kind of disappointing. I mean, Hey, knock yourself out, buddy. Whip it out if you wish, but. I'm not going to tell you to, you know, how to live your life, but. It'd be, <laughs> as you walk in, this is a topless show. Okay. Can I see your ticket? There it is. You just, after you give him your ticket, you just take your shirt off. Uh, sir, sir, sir. No, no, it's no, topless. The, yeah. For the, the actors, people, not yeah, you. The actors will be yeah. topless. Oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Honest mistake. And yeah. sir, where are your pants as well? Uh, <laughs> so you're also not wearing pants. Oh, <laughs> shit. I just left. To, uh, sorry, I left my hotel room a little too fast there. I guess it's not a pantsless show. But where um, Absinthe is located? Where is, it? is it downtown? Is Caesar? It? No, Caesar's. Caesar's oh, Palace. Was it? Yeah. Why was I? What was I thinking? Is down by uh, at the Nugget or that area? A show at the Nugget? Uh, well, it rotates all the time. I don't know what's there now. I don't know what's there at the Golden Nugget. Something you right told now. me about before that you had seen, I think, at the Nugget or the D or something down there that you're like, it's, it was really good value. That's Frank Moreno. And he he's at that's he, it. Yeah, he does a show now at the uh he plays at the Smith Center, actually, which is like the municipal town hall. He has a regular show there. But he he shows up in different different venues around town as well. If you're looking for a good value in a show. Um, and that, and it'd be great for couples as well. I mean, you absolutely can't. Frank Moreno is probably one of the most underrated performers I've ever seen in my life. Like we, we paid a ridiculously cheap price mm. for a buffet and a ticket for his show and had an amazing time. And wow. uh, yeah, he's just an unbelievable entertainer. So 
if you're if you're ever looking for and good last minute choice as well. Like if you're just like we have nothing to do tonight, just go on your phone, go to Google, look up wherever Frank Moreno is, find out where he is, and you could probably get a last minute ticket. And you, I'm telling you, I'm guaranteeing that you'll have an amazing night. Um, and then that which begs the question: if you're downtown, you're looking, you know, if you're going to see a show like that, then. And you're two couples, so you're probably going to want to have a few drinks, maybe do a little bit of dancing, that kind of stuff, if that's what you're into. Like, where do we where do we go to party? Okay, you're going to go to, you're going to pick one of the lounges downtown, either the Vanguard Lounge, or you're going to go to the downtown cocktail room. Um, I, and I would look at those as both, like, before and after. So, like, either before your meal, you go to one of those, or after yeah. your meal, you go there. Yeah. And then you have your meal wherever you're going to go. There's lots of good places down downtown. There's a few good steakhouses, a few good other restaurants. And then it's all about doing Fremont Street. So yeah. you just walk you just walk the strip at Fremont. Maybe you do the zip line. Maybe, uh, you know, you just watch some of the buskers. Yeah, why Maybe not? go in and out of the casinos, do some exploring there. Just really kind of meander and wander through the downtown court and just, you know, check it out. There's lots of stuff to see down there. You don't go pull up a chair at a, at a blackjack table in Binion's. You could. Why not? <laughs> That's not... Uh, I don't think that would go over well, eh? Let's go. Well, let's go in here. Where is this? Oh, it's Binion's. You love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, a big, that's a big question, smell. right? So gambling. So, I mean, uh, for us, our wives are not gamblers at all. So, no. I mean, I think gambling is probably totally out of the question. Maybe at some point they'll throw five bucks or 10 bucks into a slot machine mm -hmm. or something. But yeah, we're certainly not going to play any poker. They're not going to, they're not going to be gambling at all. So we're basically writing that off as a possibility. Throw a 10 bucks at the pass line at craft's table or something. Yeah, it's easy game. Can't lose. All you got to do is put your 10 bucks down here and then they take it away and you go on to your next thing. <laughs> wait wait for the snake eyes <laughs> to come up. Click. Ah, snake eyes said bye-bye, 10 bucks. That's a good experience. Uh, that was a good experience. I appreciate it. was it. awesome. Good times. Good times. That was, so when, that was when we hit the no parking spot. Oh, the Excalibur. Yeah, you sent me that picture the other day. I, I still laugh when I see that damn damn picture. Good God. Um, now I'm thinking of this now, uh, you know, because earlier I was looking at just like what kind of restaurants you do. And because another show we're going to think about doing is if you had a, a specific budget, like, you know, your target was like 10 grand. If you had 10 grand to go to Vegas, where would you go? So I looked up the most expensive restaurants and I was also looking up uh, like where to go as couples. And, uh, when I, I fell onto that one that's at the, where is it? It's at the Aria, I think. It's um, the steakhouse at the Aria. Jean-Georges uh, Steakhouse? Jean-Georges, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they have Kobe beef and it said it's like $5,000 without mm. sides. Delicious. Maybe not the somewhere we would go to eat, uh, just the, the four of us. But uh, if you're downtown, where do you go to eat? Like what's downtown. a good spot downtown? Like Fremont, where do you go? Like if you're hungry, like I know there's all these spots down on the upper side on the, uh, you know, south, south from there where for close to city center, there's tons of places to go. Right. But when you're on Fremont, I can't think of a, a, a go-to restaurant. Yeah, there aren't many. There, there's a few, there's a, there's a, there's a good steak place at Binion's actually. There's an old, I think it's called Hugo's or something. Uh, old fashioned steak place that's oh, yeah. there. There's a couple, the Golden Nugget has a, actually a pretty decent buffet. If you wanted to do a buffet, they have a good buffet up there. Um, a lot of the food downtown that's kind of the go-to is more on the fast food variety. 
Like there's a, there's a good pizza place down there. There's a good Thai place down there. Um, not so much like the sit down fancy restaurants, but it's, kind of, it's more of a grab and go type of place. I mean, you could find the nice sit down restaurants, but if you were looking for, you know, a real nice romantic meal, you probably wouldn't be looking downtown, yeah. Yeah. you know? Maybe we have to make our way over to the Golden Steer. The Golden Steer. There you go. That's what you do. You go to the Golden Steer on your way downtown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got to do that for sure. I have to look up where it is because Jeff told us about that place and I, I don't know where exactly it is, but yeah, it's on Sahara. It's in behind the big Bonanza place. Remember we talked about it before where I, I parked eight kilometers from the, from the entrance. Oh yeah. The store. yeah. It's on okay. that street. Okay. It's in, it's in behind there somewhere. Okay. Um, and we mentioned, you mentioned this thing at Paris uh, and yep. something we could do is eat at the Eiffel tower restaurant up there <laughs> and get a good view of the fountains and yeah, that gets high marks for romantic restaurants. Yeah, for two couples, it'd be a good spot. Um, get a nice view of the fountain from up there. I've actually never been up there to eat. I've done the tour up and down the tower, but never been to the restaurant there. However, there is a great cafe on the main floor at Paris, which also has a really nice view of the strip and the fountain, Mon Ami Gabi, which is like a great little breakfast place, oh, yeah. breakfast yeah. and lunch. Yeah. Uh, really like that spot. The, the way they designed it is really cool, where it's kind of like they have their inside seating as well, but most of the restaurant has is kind of outside on on this patio and the patio is like one level above the strip. And so you have this real nice, you don't feel like people are like looking at your food as they walk by because you're kind of looking down upon the strip, but you're right on the strip. Right. So you get a good good view of the people walking by, um, especially if it's nice weather, like anytime between, you know, uh, April through October, it's great to be on that on that patio having a nice breakfast or a lunch overlooking the strip, good spot there. Yeah, my my ex boss actually told me about that place, and yeah. he said it's yeah he said it's his favorite place to go in Vegas to eat. He yeah, it's nice. It good menu, good, really nice menu. Obviously, French food, French service. Yeah, it's good. It's a good spot. There's another cool place that I read about too. It's called the Blackout Dining. Oh yeah, this is, is a new you go trend. In, yeah. It's just off the strip, and you go and uh, you dine in a pitch black room. It'd be like I <laughs> I know a, a friend of mine has done something like that, and apparently just. What, what an experience for the senses because, you know, and it might not be for everybody because a lot of people eat with their eyes. And, you know, that's one of the things yeah, usually like you, you look at your plate, it's, if it's not appetizing, you, you automatically are withdrawn from that, from your meal. But everything else, if you don't you have your eyes, so everything else will be like your, your, the texture, the, the taste, the, all the rest of your senses will be heightened because you can't see. So apparently quite the experience so that would be something fun to do yeah there's one of those in montreal i think yes Isn't there? yeah, yeah it's called noir there. noir yeah of course yeah yeah i don't know if and it's I, just a trend if it's gonna if it's gonna last if it'll be around for a while but um, and i don't know if this different. is true but when my friend was there he was that's the one he went out to was noir in montreal he said that all the servers are actually visually impaired i've heard this as well yeah it's kind of like you're learning to appreciate what it's like to not have vision yeah that's kind of cool. Yeah, amazing. Here's a question for you. It's two couples going. It's you and I and Sasha and Chantal. How long do we go? What's the length of trip that we use? Now we've we've talked about before about uh, what we think is. I think optimal, we use the same length that we talked about. I I like the three nights. Yeah. Or well, I think you could do two nights and the and the red eye, or at, at most I would say three nights and a red eye. I think after that. You're, you're, we're kind of get, getting saturated a little bit. 
at that point. Like you said, if we were if you go more than that, then you'd have to break it up and start maybe renting a car and driving out somewhere, like either go to to towards uh, Los Angeles or or California or something like that. But I think that the the sweet spot is two or three nights and take the red eye home. Yeah, that'd be a great couple's trip, just a little getaway. To like you said, two or three nights. Yeah, I have yeah. no problem with that. I think that's a good length of trip. Um, uh, I think that works for whether it's whether they're first timers or not. I mean, if you've been there before, you can just yeah. swing swing out, go hit you know your favorite hotspots, uh, keep the budget lower, and um, and then also like you could if you're doing like two nights plus the red eye, you could just do the one show. Like that would just be like you'd, you'd blow your show budget on the one show, go see that, and then that you know that'd be it. You could just do lounges and other things and walk around for the other two nights. Yeah, because you can you can do the Cirque show, let's say, and spend that money. But then there's all there's all these other shows that you can see that where you won't break the bank. Yeah. Would you do uh, you know a couples trip? Would you? We talked about we did the Rio in the last show when we talked about Penn and Teller. Would you do that as as two couples? <laughs> you could. I mean, for Chantal in general is not a huge fan of magic. She would like the comedy part of it. I mean, I know it's more it's kind of like a comedy mm-hmm. magic show, so she'd appreciate that. But um. I mean, you could certainly do it. I mean, that's the kind of thing I think you'd ask. You'd have to kind of pull the couple to see, like, are we interested in seeing a Penn and Taylor show or not? Like, we have we have these couples' friends, and 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 they want to go, and they really want to see Britney Spears. Not my thing, but would I want to go and check out a Britney Spears show? Yeah, I probably would check it out. Could be a fun night. You know, you'd have to kind of plan it, but it's probably um, a good party. But that's the thing. I feel like, yeah, it's you know, it's Vegas. It's Britney. It is what it is. Like, you know, she's going to be lip syncing. It's going to be a good dancing. It's going to be a lot of, you know, goofy sets and everything. A lot of costume changes and, you know, um, but that's fine. I mean, you know what you're getting into when you go see a show like that. So you kind of have to gauge like what's the interest of the couple of the couples as well. Yeah. I think in my mind, what I picture is, you know, I don't really, I don't really see my, well, you could do it where you were sitting in an audio, an auditorium type place where you're watching the show everybody's sitting in the auditorium and looking out um, but for me when I think of, of going somewhere with a few couples or just another couple in Vegas I, I think of like a, a loungy cabaret type show where everybody's sitting at, a, at their own little table you have drinks you're enjoying the show there's I don't know music whatever that's that's how I picture it and, and there are dozens of places like oh, that for sure there's all for kinds sure. of places a little lounges like there's yeah. I mean, you can you can throw a rock and hit a place to sit, you know, with a little quiet corner with a booth, watching yeah. some live music or stuff like that. That's, that's everywhere. You can easily do that. Yeah, like a little um, steamy. It could be like a steamy jazz room or something. I don't know. Yes, or, exactly. Or just, just enjoy a couple of drinks. And, and you could still, if it's a music act, then you could still kind of chat at the same time. And Yeah. You know, yeah, the, down, the downtown cocktail room is like that. It's a really dark space. They got a really cool drink menu. Yeah. Uh, really trendy. You know, you just kind of sit in there and yeah, there's lots of cool places like that where you can go and just, you know, have a conversation and have a few drinks, chat about, you know, chat about the day or the night or whatever. Yeah. Lots of chances to do that. That's a great idea. I think it's the, the kind of, uh, you know, you're asked how much, how long to be there. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, let's do like a quick weekend thing, you know, not necessarily, and it's something where you don't, it doesn't require insane amount of planning. It's like, okay, well, let's just book the flights and, and just get over there. And you can even, I mean, technically you just book your room when you got there, if you really wanted to. Uh, That's gutsy. That'd be fun. Right? Like you could just, do that. Yeah. 
Like just, just not even, <laughs> that'd be kind of interesting to do. Just book your flights, get off the plane and that's it. You're there in Vegas. What do we do? Where are we going? Let's, let's find a hotel room. Let's, I don't know. I love this. I love this idea. This would be an awesome show idea. Like a live show where we just, Fred and Seb hop on a plane and go for, and go for a three night trip without any plans. Yeah. <laughs> we amazing. don't know where we're going to stay. We don't know how much it's going to cost. Like, no, no idea. Uh, that's gutsy. Eh? Like, I don't know. I don't know if Seth would go for that. She likes to plan her stuff out. Yeah. Um, well, that's a different type of trip. You'd have to say, okay, we're doing, we're doing like a completely winging a trip. Like just on a Thursday afternoon, you, you, you know, you put out the call. Okay, guys, we're flying to Vegas tomorrow. Who's coming? Yeah. That would be awesome. And you take, I mean, I think if you did that, you'd have to rent a car. I don't think you could, you could Uber it because you could, you know, potentially have to Uber to quite a few spots. If you're looking for a hotel, like, I don't know. I think <laughs> well, I'd I prefer think having a car in that, that situ- situation. Yeah. I think probably like when you land maybe, or maybe even like in the airport, you'd like hop online and see what you can find last minute. Or maybe yeah. you'd call some front desks and say, look, I just got to town. What have you got for a three night special? You know, something like that. Um, that's it. Yeah. That would you, be cool. Uh, take, tickets for tonight. Find the show. Like, yeah. Just find some show for that. Oh, that'd be amazing. Just pull up somewhere at a restaurant, like even walk up to Hell's Kitchen and say, we're four, we're walking. Give us, yeah. Give us four at the bar. Yeah. Something. <sighs> that's that'd it. be cool, that's man. we're doing next time. That'd be cool. It takes a certain type of person to pull that off, but that's me for sure. I love this idea. Yeah. Like not really much luggage, just a little carry on. Yeah. Toothbrush, bathing suit, couple outfits. Yeah. Ba- bag of money. <laughs> a what? Bag of money. <laughs> well, it, you'd, I guess you'd, the only thing that I would do is, is maybe just look at how, what the, the rates of the hotels are before, before booking just to give me an idea. Okay. Well, I don't want to land and realize that every single hotel room is more expensive giving, I don't know, because I didn't know that something was happening. There was a convention somewhere. And next thing you know, all the hotel rooms are expensive because it does happen. Where I, yeah. I guess if you were to, the safe bet would be to go like on a Monday or something when you know the, the rooms are a little bit cheaper. Certainly much easier to do that. Yeah. If you go on uh, off of like outside of the weekend, if you're, yeah, if you're flying in on a Friday night and hoping to get a Friday, Saturday deal, forget it. Um, unless it's off season or it's, you know, it's a weird time of year, but, but yeah, if you do that on a Monday night, you could easily do that. I mean, I mean, I've done that before. I've had trips where I've added a night here or there, or, you know, and it's just like, you just show up and say, Hey, what have you got? Yeah. And Um, you hotel hop. And you hotel hop. Yeah. You can do that too. Stay at one and don't really unpack. Just. It's not convenient, but you can do it. It's doable just to get, to get a, just a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah. The one thing I would say, we haven't talked about this, but the one thing I want to say is, um, in my experience, when you plan these kinds of trips where you've got multiple personalities, where you've got two couples or three couples, it really helps if you've got one person who's making most of the decisions. Yeah. Because often, you know, if nobody really steps up and makes the call, then you end up getting these, well, I don't really want to do that. And, you know, she doesn't want to do this. And it's like, look, this is what the plan is. You know, it's a loose shell of a plan this is what the plan is. And if you want to break away from that, that's fine. You're on your own. You're welcome to do that. But you do need someone to kind of step up and be the one that's going to actually pull the trigger. Um, Yeah. Because you get, you get four people standing in a circle saying, where do you want to go? What do you want? Yeah. yeah, No, no, you can't do that. Yeah. That's why you need someone that has to have the guts to say, look, we're going to Ellis Island to get some steaks. Let's go. That's okay. That's where we're going. Let's go. Um, That's, that's something that I've learned over the years. It's very helpful to do that. 
Yeah, that's a good tip for sure. You get you need somebody to really sort of be the leader a little bit. We've learned that from some friends of ours that we travel with a lot, not so much to Vegas, although we did do one trip with them. Um, but they're one thing they really do well is like they'll talk about these kinds of trip plans with friends and then they'll just go ahead and book it. They'll be like, okay, like we've been, we've been talking about doing a Vegas trip. And then they'll, all of a sudden you'll just get an email from them that says, Hey, we just booked these flights on these dates, make it work. Come join us. You know? So it's like That's awesome. All, all the decisions out of the window. It's not like we can make it or we can't. It's just, yeah. look, this is when it's happening. We got to find a way to get there. Yeah, it's, it's a, booked. Gr- you want to come? Exactly. We're, we're going. It's a great the, way the to invites do it. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to do it. Otherwise, like you said, you get into this war where it's like, oh, maybe we should go this time. And no, no, like, no, no, just decide and go. It's never going to be perfect. Just decide and go. Amazing. Yeah. Similar to if you wanted to book like a, an all-inclusive down south or something. Same thing. Yeah. This is yeah. a good tip for any this, trip. This is where we're staying. We're, we're going there for a week. Anybody can come. Who's in? Yeah, exactly. That's, That's the way to do it. Cool. Well, I think we covered pretty much how we would That's do it. that trip, buddy. Yeah, we, we crushed it. Do it. Yeah, good trip. Let's go. Got to wait for the COVID vaccine and then we're off. One year. I think we're going to go for Chantel's uh, Chantel's (coughs) fifth birthday next year. Sorry, you say her 26th? Yeah, okay. That's a good idea. (laughs) Who's counting? I'll be, I'll I'll be, uh, oh, you're on 25 by by then, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just to, I just have to use the just for man that threw my beard. (laughs) You got to, you got to brown that up, buddy. Maybe I'll get the ID'd again though next time in Vegas. It'd be awesome, eh? You got a what? Maybe I'll get ID'd again at the casino. ID'd. Maybe. Like the dude asked me where the dude at yeah, the Yeah, that's right. At, at the craps table. Yeah, he thought it was a father and son trip. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> like he's my age. What are you talking about? Yeah, and then he saw I was 40 and the, he says to the girl, Oh man. Like he just shows, shows her my ID. And she looks at him like, you idiot. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, man. I, that's the best part of the trip. Like somebody did not think I was 21. That's amazing. I don't know how that's possible, but anyways. So as always, appreciate you guys listening. And if you have any comments, questions, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hashtag unofficial Vegas podcast or hashtag UVP. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye for now.